0: Good afternoon. This is Marshall Davis. Recently I had an email exchange with some folks in the Netherlands, Paul and Debbie, who have been listening to my YouTube channel and reached out to me. And I credit the idea for this episode to Paul. His name is Paul Jordans. I'll give a link to his article entitled The Santa Clausness of Life in the description to this episode. It got me thinking about in all sorts of fun ways, about how the figure of Santa Claus can be a teaching tool for understanding ourselves and reality. Santa is a ubiquitous figure at Christmas time. He's perhaps even more prevalent in our culture at Christmas than Jesus, who is supposed to be the reason for the season. On our drive back to New Hampshire from Pennsylvania, on the weekend after Thanksgiving, my wife and I were listening to a radio station that boasted of playing Christmas music 24-7 from the day after Thanksgiving to Christmas Day. And I noticed while we were listening to the songs that most of them talked about Santa more than than Jesus. And that was true in in School, that's true in Christmas programs in schools, too. Schools hesitate to mention the name of Jesus in case they might accidentally step over that dividing line and that separation of church and state. And The, the same with, with decorations we see in stores, even though there's no separation of state and church there. Still, they tend not to have Jesus, but they have Santa quite a bit. Society seems to think that Santa is safe. Whereas Jesus is controversial. Well, it turns out that Santa is a very subversive character also. And I'm not talking about the original Santa, the historical figure, the 4th century Christian bishop known as St. Nicholas, who is the basis for the Santa myth. I'm talking about the, the cultural figure that we know as Santa Claus. When my children were young, they believed Santa was real. And my Grandchildren now are small enough to believe that Santa is real, except for the oldest one who is right at that age where I don't think he's going to believe in Santa anymore. They believe that Santa is real because they have been led to believe that by adults. It's a fun fiction. It's a parental conspiracy. There's a lot of talk these days about conspiracy theories. Santa Claus is a conspiracy theory but a harmless one that every adult is a part of. We smile and we wink to each other as we talk about Santa in front of kids. And we bring the kids to get their photo taken with Santa. And we have that smile on our face when we put the, the milk and cookies out for Santa. It's all harmless. It's harmless because we all know that we outgrow it in time. We get to a certain age when we wake up to the fact that Santa isn't real. It's a rite of passage. We become part of the adult population who is in on the secret that Santa Claus is fictional. A parallel phenomenon is happening when it comes to spiritual truth. But in this case, the vast majority of people are not in on the secret, if you will, the open secret as Tony Parsons calls it. Most people do not wake up. I'm talking about the myth of the self. From a very early age, we are told by adults in our lives that the self is real. We are taught that we are separate beings, separate from everyone else and everything else. We are conditioned to believe that this personal self is real. That these separate personalities are real and permanent entities. Our parents give us individual names to perpetuate that illusion that we are different than others. And we are taught that there is this great separation, this great chasm between us and the world. You know, that we come into the world at birth and we leave the world at death. Well, that's not the case at all. We come forth from the world, return to the world, we're always part of the world. If we are raised in the Christian church, we're also taught that there's this great chasm between us and God. Now a child is not born thinking these types of things. Just the opposite. A child is naturally one with all. That's why Jesus said that we have to become like little children to enter the kingdom of God, or actually to re-enter it, to get back to the Garden. Most of us can think back to those days when we were small and we could still smell the scent of the Garden of Eden, when we still experienced oneness with everything around us, union with God, with all people and with all things. But. In time, as we grew, we lost it. Christianity calls us the fall. We fell from non-duality into duality. To again use the language of Genesis, parents lure their children to eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, the tree of duality, because that's All they know. They only know duality. We all reprise the role of the serpent in the garden, as well as the role of Adam and Eve. We eat of the tree of knowledge and then offer the fruit to others, to our children. And we don't even know at the time that we're doing this because we've already been forgotten where where we've come from. And we're immersed in this adult fiction. To get back to the figure of Santa now, the self is like Santa. Now some of us are actually at the age and at the weight when we actually look like Santa, but that's not what I'm talking about here. I I mean that our ego is like Santa. The separate persona is as fictitious as Santa. The idea that we are actually really separate Physical and psychological entities is a myth, just as certainly as Santa is a myth. there are no There is no obese red-clad fellow directing an elven workshop at the North Pole, and there's no homoculus called me or I in here in this body, directing life. The concept of the psyche, the ego or the self is a myth as certainly as Santa is a myth. The difference is that adults no longer believe in Santa but they still believe in the self. They haven't woken up. Now this would simply be a harmless but silly delusion like believing the world is flat or that the moon landing was a hoax if it were not for the fact that this fiction of the self is the cause of suffering in the world. People suffer needlessly because they have not woken up from the dream of the separate self. This delusion is the cause of war and evil and injustice. The only reason we engage in war is because we think that they over there, our enemies, are different than us. The only reason people harm and oppress others is because they think that they are not me and therefore we need to protect ourselves from them. The cause of all psychological suffering is found in cutting ourselves off from the world and from others. In so doing, we are cutting our, cutting off a part of ourselves, in cutting ourselves off from God In the universe, we are actually cutting ourselves off from ourselves. It's as if we are tearing ourselves apart, tearing ourselves in pieces and then making war with ourselves. This psychological disunity is the source of all the suffering in the world. The solution to suffering is to wake up to the truth of reality, which is unity. The cure for suffering caused by duality is to wake up to the reality of non-duality. Now, this process ought to be as natural as growing up and realizing that Santa Claus isn't real. Waking up from the illusion of self should be as natural and as common as that, but it isn't. The vast majority of people Never wake up from this delusion. Imagine for a moment a world where all adults still believed in Santa Claus. In such a world, it would be very difficult for people to not believe in Santa Claus and anybody who did not believe in Santa Claus would be considered something wrong with them, you know, mentally ill maybe. That's exactly the case with the idea of the self. The persona is not real, the ego itself is not real. To wake up to this truth completely changes the way that we see and relate to the world. This is spiritual awakening, it's enlightenment, it's liberation. I like to use Jesus terms, it's what it means to be born anew, born of the spirit, born from above. What he says, it means to see the kingdom of God, or to enter the kingdom of God, or to inherit eternal life. Historically, this realization used to be extremely rare. You know, a few people in a century, you know, or in a millennium, people who knew this were singled out and they were called seers or prophets or saviors or saints. They tended to found religions. It was as rare as finding a three-year-old today in America who does not believe in Santa. But things are changing. People contact me all the time through my podcasts and videos and books who have woken up. Some are in spiritual traditions or come out of spiritual traditions, and some are not. They have all seen that the self is no more real than Santa Claus. Using the analogy of Santa Claus, I think, can can help unmask the myth of self. And so, I'm saying that in this way, the figure of Santa can be said to be A spiritual teacher. And that's it for today. Grace and peace to you. That is the Tao of Christ for today. Thank you for listening. You can access other episodes of this podcast at thedowofchrist.com You can also find these podcasts in video format at my YouTube channel at christiannonduality.net